the pot again. And pour it out. And all that. Broadcasting live in downtown Rice Lake, Wisconsin. You're logged on and listening to After Hours Radio. Dirty Chai Radio. Name's Ryan Quinn. I've got Carl Cooley here in the Dirty Chai studio with me this evening. I've also got uh, Stephanie Guerra. Welcome both. How you doing? Quite dandy. I'm happy to hear that. Quite a week we've had. Um, Stephanie's doing okay too? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for asking. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that. It's been a, a, a weird week. A lot of different things have happened. Came across some really good music. Uh, we're going to share some of that uh, here this week on the show. And along with that, 
we're going to get into various topics. There's a TV show that I came across out of Denmark that we'll talk about. Kind of interesting. It's got uh, a different take on how to teach a lesson than uh, other shows, perhaps. And along with that, uh, there's been some some big things happening. But first, I think uh, I can speak for all of us that uh, lately this week, chaos has been on our mind. Specifically, Chaos on the East Coast. Now, here's some details that you might not uh, know about uh, what happened on the East Coast recently this week. There were two chickens in New Jersey. And they were terrorizing a McDonald's drive-thru. For how long? Um, a good while, between a half hour to an hour. Um, authorities showed up, had to wrangle the chickens. <laughs> Did they have to choke them? Well, you never know. Um, But uh, apparently they got multiple calls uh, about chickens and people were really freaking out because these live chickens, these two live chickens were like pecking at tires and like flying towards and up at at, at cars, like making making quite a scene. Well, it makes sense that they'd be at at that fast food restaurant. They were looking for old McDonald. Right. He had a farm. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you get... Um, well, I think they were perhaps taking revenge for the nuggets. That could be, too. The nuggets. Mm. You get a, or the, the, yeah, the chicken McNuggets. I'd be mad if I was a chicken and someone stole my nuggets. I'd be mad if somebody stole my nuggets anyway. I mean, do you really ask a chicken permission? When was the last time you had a full-fledged conversation with a chicken? Well, I hit a rooster with a bucket not so long ago. Is that a euphemism? No. It really didn't happen. <laughs> And you, what what led to the events that you had to swing a bucket at a rooster? It was chasing me. Oh, so you had to block the cock. And you were cock blocking. I done. Yeah, I did. I did it. You done did. Uh, I done did it. You done did it. Uh, how long ago was that? How old were you? Or was it was this fairly oh, no, recently? Oh no, this was last year. Yep. <laughs> sure. So you uh, you got a full grown human uh, swinging a bucket at a full grown rooster. This. Yep. That's exactly what happened. Well, quite a scene. Did you get any video? No, I was actually carrying my daughter at the time, so... Did you, you didn't swing your daughter at the no. chicken, though, did you? No, <laughs> I had the bucket and my daughter. I chose to swing the bucket. That's probably the, the better call. Uh, so you were just kind of walking along, and this rooster decided he wanted to pick a fight? Well, he's mean. Well, it was, he's soup that's now, been implied. He's soup now. <laughs> that's quite... Uh, that's kind of dark. Yeah. You ate the chicken, the rooster that attacked you? Well, good thing the chickens didn't run into me in that McDonald's line because I would have whapped him with a bucket. <laughs> turned him into you just soup. carry a bucket around with you because of that situation now, right? Buckets I are assume? useful, man. Yeah, you can use them for a lot of different things. Carl. What happened to the chickens? Uh, they were eventually captured. And that's all the, the owner then? That's all the further information I have. They were captured. Did they become a crispy uh, uh, chicken sandwich? Arrested, more or less. Uh, ever tried to arrest a chicken? I saw a video the other week. No, that was that was today. Uh, I don't remember where it was, but it was two officers, and I assume a third officer was recording. And uh, they had a squirrel in their in their entryway, and they were having a lot of problems getting that squirrel out of the entryway. They'd open a door for it. And the squirrel would. I mean, they got the glass doors. Yeah. Um, the squirrel would. Uh, jump into the door that was closed so they'd open that door and by that time the squirrel was jumping into the other door that was already closed again like they couldn't coordinate with the squirrel to get him out and then he ended up getting into the station i think and that's where the <laughs> video cut off because now the third guy had to help uh 
you know, take care of the squirrel that's inside the police station. It was kind of a fun video to, to watch. I mean, squirrels can be really mean or they can be really nice. And you never know. A squirrel that's trapped in an entryway probably isn't going to be the most friendly. No, no. I, no. I would not want to get close to that guy. Right. No, you got a, a, a pissed off squirrel. That's not what you want to have happen. I'd hit him with a bucket. <laughs> of course you would. Because <laughs> that's what you do when, you've, when you come across a squirrel. Well, see, you could use the bucket to catch him, maybe. I don't know. See how useful buckets are? Right, right. I guess he's not a rooster, so you wouldn't have to block him. Uh, you just uh, capture him with, with the bucket. Scoop him right up. Yeah, but you got to get close to the squirrel that's just really pissed off at everything at the moment. Do you really want to scoop him? No, I really don't. Right. You need some gloves or something for that, just in case you missed. Or you could just throw the bucket at the squirrel and hope that... Just grab the squirrel, yeet the squirrel. you got to have gloves for that. Right. Just yeet the squirrel. It's, I guess yeeting squirrels is an option when it comes down to it. Have you ever yeeted a squirrel, Carl? I have never had the pleasure of yeeting a squirrel. But you would. If, if the opportunity arose, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> if the opportunity arose. Uh, we squirrel got... has to deserve it, though. I'm not just going to yeet a squirrel for no good reason. That you, seems cruel. Right, right. You can't just go around yeeting squirrels because you woke up that day and you said, I'm going to yeet a squirrel. Yeah. No, you can't set who out to that? do something. I... People who have things against squirrels, which we do not. We would never yeet squirrels for no reason. No. No animals were harmed. No. Except the rooster. Except, except the, ones that except the rooster. <laughs> Oh, stick around. We're going to be live till 11 on After Hours Radio, DirtyChaiRadio.com. And, of course, uh, look for the podcast. You can find that on Spotify, iHeartRadio. You can say, hey, Alexa, play After Hours Radio with Ryan Quinn, and it might work. I haven't I haven't verified it, but I'm told that that's a thing. And uh, Apple, you can find it on those. We're not parlors, so you can find us everywhere. we got more great music coming up for you, and uh, we're going to talk about some different things that happened this week, and I'm going to break down some upcoming interviews that I'm excited about but uh, the next song you're going to hear on After Hours Radio is from uh, a band that was known as Trip District. You can still find the lead singer Steve Nagel playing. Uh, he just played a, a small gathering in Rice Lake uh, on the 8th and he'll be back here sometime um, I, th- I think before January ends. You can follow Steve Nagel and, uh, and figure that out for yourself. We've got uh, more great music but we start with a song called Freedom Dance.
show Raise your hands up if you all agree That you wanna hear the beat here frequently Doesn't matter if you can't dance, sing Come on everybody, just move that thing Freedom is a dance that we all should know Freedom is the spring warm Wisconsin snow
Outdoors Radio, alternatively entertaining. After Hours Radio and DirtyChairadio.com. Name's Ryan Quinn. With me is Carl Cooley. We've got Stephanie Guerra in the Dirty Chai studio as well uh, this evening. And it's been a... I kind of alluded to it before. It's been a week. And I feel like, you know, we're we're live to 11. We can kind of try to digest some of this. Carl, when did you realize that uh, events were happening in... um, 
in Washington, D.C. Because I feel like this is a moment that uh, we all are going to remember when we first heard about January 6th, 2021. At least most of us. Uh, I was at work on Facebook. <laughs> you were at work on at uh, uh, on Facebook, and you just kind of saw things pop up? Someone posted something, and I'm like, oh, I should go, f- like, I don't know. I, they posted something that was kind of cryptic. It's sure. Like, oh, something's going on. What's going on? So I kind of started looking around and going to new sites, and then it's like, oh. Oh, this is what's going on. This is what's going on. <laughs> um, I think it was uh, uh, a text from you, Stephanie, that uh, that first alerted me that something was happening. And uh, I think you asked me, what's happening in, in Washington, oh, D.C. right yes, now? Yes, yes. And the first thing I did was just uh, Google. Uh, I don't remember what phrase I Googled. But um, first thing that popped up was something about protests turning to riots or something to that effect. Uh, I didn't realize yet that they were storming the Capitol building. Um, But I I found that article, sent it to you, and then I turned on the news, and I believe that was about 2.30 Central Standard Time. Yeah. Yeah, I managed to catch it, like, right when it was happening, and... and, uh uh, PBS's News Hour was actually doing a pretty good live stream. I mean, their reporter Lisa Desjardins or whatever was right there and getting evacuated with all the, you know, the the Congress people, and they were you know doing a really good job covering it. And sure, I, I suppose because uh, <coughs> they'd be right there in the in the the events of the day. Yeah, I mean, every you know, all the news stations were there going to cover the uh, certification or whatever, the counting of the votes in the Senate and. You know, and then um, so yeah. I mean, there there were a lot of a lot of live streams. I was like watching two or three at a time. You know, sure, just, like something that I, I suppose we've gotten kind of used to uh, through the course of uh, all of what 2020 was. Yeah, uh, watching those multiple live streams, jumping back and forth, trying to get uh, information, uh, and that's kind of how I spent the rest of my evening was uh, watching different things and reading different things and trying to stay up on. On what was happening. How late did you end up staying up? I actually had to go to an eye appointment. So, like, by 3.30, I had to tear myself away, go to my eye appointment. And then after that, I went home. And I took a nap for, like, four hours. It just blocked nice. it all yeah, out. Yeah, and I woke up, and I didn't know what was going on. And it was the greatest feeling, like, oh, where am I? What's going on? And then, boom, it's like a train. It hits me again. Like, oh. And I, I think I just let this audible, like, fuck. <laughs> right. Right. That's kind of, when I first read the article, I was just kind of like, oh, things are happening. And then, like, I, I actually looked into it. I was like, oh, things are happening. And it kind of took me back a little bit. And it's interesting kind of watching both the developments as they happened. I ended up staying up and watching things quite late. I saw maybe... I don't think you slept, did you? Not really. Not really. Like, I just stayed up on the couch passing in and out of sleep all night, uh, checking in on on what was happening. Mm -hmm. And I finally became conscious enough uh, again around 5.30 in the morning. So I missed missed the, the big things that happened. Because I ended up sleeping through it. <laughs> but I stayed up trying to watch it and you then know. like passed in and out and had a little uh, delivery food ready for me. It was uh, made an event of it. 
I mean, you got it, right? You yeah. got to pay attention to what's going on. Um, and then, of course, you know me. I, I get a little carried away on Facebook sometimes. So I spent Do a, you know? A, a, well, you know, I don't, I don't post anything. I don't post anything. Then I post a lot of things. Yeah. And I'm trying to break myself of that habit, but uh, I had quite a few heated exchanges, uh, differing opinions, which I suppose is going to happen quite a bit through the 20th now, huh? Yeah, that's Facebook comments are going to be just uh, horrible fire, fire for now and until the immediate future, you know, extended future. I try to I try to keep things fairly respectful, but I usually fail. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I look at it more as a debate on my end than you know trying to belittle somebody. Yeah, but that sometimes happens. Not not we're not all perfect, but. There's a, a few different narratives coming out of it. Um, you, you're familiar with them, right, Carl? Uh, I mean, as far as who's there and who did it and who's responsible, that sort of thing. Right, because if you rely on Facebook, you have no idea what was going on. So can you, uh, because you're pretty in tune to news, can you give us a rundown for people that haven't maybe gotten the full rundown? In a objective manner? I can try my best. I mean, I am relying on the same sources that everyone else is, you know, having not been there myself. Right. Um, you know, the, 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 the protests, I'm calling them protesters first. Before they enter the Capitol, they're still just protesters, you know, first doing their First Amendment protected, you know. Right, their right to protest, right which to protest. they certainly can. You know, they had been at a, a Save the America March speech uh, that President Trump <clears throat> held like around one o'clock over by the White House. He spoke for an hour and towards the end he's like, let's walk down there and, you know, let our voices be heard, that sort of thing. Um, right, and Rudy Giuliani said a thing. I didn't watch his speech. I just watched bits and parts of Trump's and kind of towards the end, you know, when he got everyone riled up. and Sure. What was uh, what was it that he said that uh, go to the Capitol and get wild he's walking down with? Uh, he, he said we we're gonna like with? walk. He didn't know. He he went back and I don't know where he went. I think he went back to the White House. Sure. Um, but yeah, everyone walked down there, and you know, then they basically started just kind of going through barricades because there wasn't a whole lot of police there. <laughs> sure. Which is like really okay, and um, you know, eventually they forced their way into various entrances. I mean, the Capitol is a pretty open place. You know, right? A lot of different entry points. I think I saw a number of like hundred, four hundred doors and windows. You know, a ground floor. Sure. So it's like, you know, they're not all like, you know, all bulletproof or anything. You know, you can break windows and stuff and go in and right. Yes, <clears throat> and that's kind of what they did. Yeah. And how far did they make it? They made it into a lot of the like hallways and stuff around the uh chambers um they made it into the i think the house chamber eventually um and you know that's where you get the pictures of the guy with the the horns and stuff and standing on the dais and right and they broke into offices of you know various politicians and nancy pelosi was one of them yep and it got some you know there are some very uh, tense moments, you know, fights between officers and people pushing back and forth. I'm surprised more people didn't die merely from, like, crushing deaths, you know? I, yeah. 
that's I, it's good thing that they didn't because yeah. people were pushing and pushing and that that cop looked like he was stuck like yeah just, he was like just about to suffocate to death from just being crushed between people i mean that's a real God, thing it that was, was so that oh it was, really it was scary, scary to watch it was really right. scary to watch he did not get uh he he didn't die no no you know someone on reddit said oh i'm his friend and he's at home resting and he's okay you know like whatever <laughs> not that's true or not you're right. Know, I saw that in some comment somewhere. I'm like, oh, I, I sure hope he is. I mean, he looked like a young guy. He probably bounced back pretty, pretty resilient. But, but uh, <laughs> there were there were casualties that came out of this. What was yep. the number? I believe it's five. Five. Um, five so far. I, I, you know, things were kind of still in flux there in the first few days because you didn't know what was going on. Sure. You know, uh, most of them were medical emergencies. I think two you know could were tied directly to the riots the the woman who tried to break in towards like the senate area and then got shot by an officer in the neck and later died at the hospital sure uh police officer who was hit on the head with a fire extinguisher is what i'm hearing that's what i heard about him you know and then he had a stroke or something that you know and later died to come to that and then all the others were you know like heart attacks well the one guy tased his balls didn't he and that brought on a stroke Yes, yeah, that's what that. I've heard. I heard that. I, I don't really know. I haven't seen any, like, legitimate news sources saying that. But, of course, I don't know if there's going to be any legitimate news sources saying that a guy tased himself in his balls accidentally and had a heart attack. I mean, they're going to say he just had a heart attack, you know. Well, you never know. You never know. <coughs> I I guess I wasn't there. I'm, I'm just trying to get information. Yeah. And maybe maybe what I've come across isn't the right information. But uh, uh, so- Another lady got crushed to death, trampled, and um, I think that's four. Then I'm not sure of the other fifth one so far. Uh, if I remember right, that was a medical emergency yeah. along the lines of heart attack or stroke. Yeah. Um, and I don't know anything else about that one either. No. Uh, and so who do we know who, who this was that did this, that stormed it? Well, yeah, they're they're Trump supporters who've got whipped up into a frenzy, but, you know, they're kind of all over Facebook and stuff. The conspiracy is, oh, it was a false flag by Antifa. You know, this wasn't really, or, or at least they whipped them up the crowd, you know, like, oh, our, you know, Trump supporters were law-abiding citizens who have jobs and we're not going to go break stuff and be unlawful. You know, we were, we were duped into this by nefarious forces is kind of the narrative now. Uh, for a lot you, of people. Um, but you've got uh, a guy known as the QAnon shaman, and if you know about QAnon, QAnon is a really far-right wing radical kind of cultist. Theory. Conspiracy. Yeah. Conspiracy um, theories. Yeah, you, you, but uh, this guy was uh, known to be a part of them, and then they've had uh, other influencers that were noticed in there, and I don't know their names yeah, no. there's like there's a guy named Baked Alaska, I think was one of them, and uh, yeah, the that shaman was the guy. The horned guy, wasn't it? The horn guy, I think, is the the shaman guy. Oh, okay. sure. And then they they arrested the guy that had his feet up on Pelosi's desk, I think. Yep. Did you see that guy with the zip tie handcuffs? Yeah, yeah. They arrested him. Was yep. he a was he a Navy or SEAL or something, or he was like a was military he? veteran military of some veteran, sort? Yeah. I um, don't remember. I read the story. All I know is he lived with his mom. Oh, <laughs> he's thirty or something like that. So. Oh, and he was there with his mom. Well, uh, and that was one thing that I noticed in watching it. You saw a lot of di- a, a diverse crowd of white people. 
Mm-hmm. Old, uh, young, in between, yeah. Yep. Um, and it was really surreal. than I kind of would have expected. I don't it, does, know. it did seem like a lot of women. It it, it did. And so they, it, folks have called it an insurrection, a coup. Mm-hmm. Uh can you call it that being that it was so unorganized or are there there factions of it different militia groups or uh QAnon or something else that popped up on the weird side of the internet kind of depends on where you lay the blame on who who incited it i mean well some have said trump inc- trump incited it himself yeah i mean you know he didn't actually say the words like go break into the capitol i mean and Kind of, I. A lot of people are saying half the reason why he put out the uh, video saying "Go home, you're very special," you know, was to kind of push away responsibility from himself, saying like, "Oh no, I didn't," you know, push, you know. Right. Why would this. you say you're very special for breaking <clears throat> into the Capitol? What? What? Uh, I don't know. And I, it's such weird a precedent. weird thing to say. And he's gotten himself uh, banned for life from all the major social uh, media networks. Yep. Um, which. Is a thing in of itself that is bringing people to argue about misconceptions about what that actually is or isn't mm-hmm. or, or means. I tell you what, it's not censorship. Yeah, uh, censorship comes from the government to the people. Yep. a private company they can, can do whatever they want. Yeah, you you have the user term and agreement. You signed up for their rules and you follow their rules, or they give you the boot. That's how it goes. I mean, you know, just a few years ago, everyone was you know saying like, oh, you can't tell. You know, business should be able to tell the gay couple they're not going to make a cake for them, you know, for their wedding. And right. Then they get upset about getting kicked off of Facebook. Well, like, well, yeah. there's no difference here, you know. <laughs> a president that has banned social media would be Vladimir. And a president that has been banned from social media would be Trump. Yeah. Uh, there, there's quite a difference. And if you don't understand it, I encourage you to look into it, to what that is. Um, you know, I will say about the 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 riots and the breaking into the Capitol, I wasn't all that surprised when it was happening. And no, I wasn't at all. Like, I didn't. I can't condone it, but I also can't be like they shouldn't have done it because this is what we do now as Americans. We ignore the problems until we have some big grand display of drama or disaster. I understand you why know. they think that they did it, but I don't think they... I, I can't understand I, getting I, to that point. And I have a hard time empathizing or, or coming anywhere near sympathy for them. I, um, I do have sympathy. I have sympathy for the fact that they've been duped. I mean, think about the George Floyd protests. This, can you compare the two, summer. really? In a way, you can. Uh, and this is... I mean, like... I... You know, you remember seeing those and feeling like change is happening. Like, you kind of wanted to be there and be a part of it and say, we're people of action and we're going to, you know, foster change now because we're fed up with everything. Right. You, I could see that same emotion in the rioters. I'm like, well, all right. Well, I can't but really gen- be, be angry about that. I can't say I don't agree with it. Anything that they're really standing for, I guess. But at the same time, I'm like... If I was in that position, what else would you do? I think they're rallying around the wrong cause. And they're... I I don't really... I have a hard time comparing uh, 
the events of summer 2020 with what happened in January 2021. Yeah, but, but you know, they, those people at this, you know, at the Capitol would be saying, why are you burning down police stations and trashing private businesses in the middle of, you know, Lake Street, Minneapolis, St. Paul, you know, like... Well, they burned down the police station because they wouldn't arrest the officers who yeah. killed George Floyd. Like, and that... That and makes liquor sense stores, and, you know, like, there were, there was, like, a whole blocks. Uh, I don't understand the looting other than taking advantage of a situation, but... There's always going to be those you know. people. Right, that's not the people that... Uh, those, the, are, uh, those are... Those um, are... What's the word that I'm looking for? Opportunists that... Uh, and that you didn't have many opportunists really with the events of January sixth, uh, where they were going into random businesses and, and going into random uh, locations and breaking stuff there. Mm. They were all focused on the Capitol building and took their rage out in the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did they think they were going to do? I don't. What did they want their outcome to be? I, I to just uh, to stop the certification of the election and get it overturned or get. You know, President Trump, you know, voted in as president. How by do they think they would negotiate that? I just don't understand what they thought the plan was. It doesn't. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's like to them, it's the election was legitimately they stolen. They truly, genuinely yeah. believe that that. Yep, yeah, they do. And and so they're they're they're, you know, patriots righteously fighting for a just cause because it was stolen from you know. But nothing was stolen from them. It's been to court over 60 times. Yeah. And lost every time, without a doubt. But Trump continues to say that it was stolen. Yep. So So they believe that. Mm -hmm. They believe him. I don't know how you do, though. I I, I don't get it. But uh, now they're talking about, uh, uh, because some high-power people are calling it an insurrection, uh, you know, they're calling it a coup, that um, they're trying to get him removed from office. Based on everything, not just removed from social media, yeah. but trying to. They say they're going to file articles of impeachment on Monday. How? What is the difference between an article of impeachment and the Twenty Fifth Amendment? Is well, that's it? the other thing that they're trying to make happen is the Twenty Fifth uh, Amendment, which uh, people in Trump's cabinet say, "Hey, this guy's unfit to be the president, yeah. and we think we should remove him." Then they get the vice president to agree with that. And then that gets a vote by, is it the Senate? That um, says, yeah, the 25th should remember. be. But, yeah, I mean, it, the 25th is comes more from the executive branch. So the secretaries of, you know, whatever. You know, right, which have been resigning before Monday so they didn't have to do it. Oh, that's yeah. A, that's, a, that's a thought process in it. Is it the right thought? Um, only they can tell you really and the what their motives are. Has been used in the past, you know, for a lot less controversial things like, oh, the president has to go surgery for something or other. We'll kind of invoke the twenty fifth for a little bit while he's you know in under anesthesia, and then all the powers then go to the vice president. Yeah, and um, get transferred back once the president is back in. Right, yeah, but he'd never help. be back in in office, <clears throat> so yeah. he invoked the twenty fifth and he's gone. Um, I don't know. If, I don't think that's going to happen just because the cabinet seems to be dissolving, like they're all quitting, and I right. don't really know what the stance of acting secretaries would be then if they could have the power to do that or if it's just going to get filled with, you know, yes men. Right, that could be which too. I, I kind of have a feeling it already has. Yep. 
And then uh, articles of impeachment, you might say, well, that's a whole process. And we remember how long it was the last time they tried this just to be turned. It'll be a lot shorter this time. Right. Uh, and there's and the other argument is why do it with uh, only so many days left? When this all happened, it was, what, 15 days left of his mm-hmm. presidency? Um, on Monday, tomorrow, um, it's going to be, what, nine days left of his presidency? Yeah. So some folks say, why even bother? But there's a few... To prevent him from running for office again. Right. There's a, there's a few things that would uh, mean quite a bit to those that would want him impeached. Yeah. Well, that yeah. that has, So if impeachment gets approved and gets sent in the Senate, I don't really see the Senate um, voting to remove him. Maybe they could say... I, I, I don't know if they would vote to bar him from holding future office, but I don't really see the Senate actively saying kicking him out right um i actually kind of see it not going anywhere and um it's really hard to say with uh you know you do have some high power republicans saying you know bad trump finally Mm -hmm. um distancing themselves from him but I don't know how deep that distance is like are they willing to to impeach impeach and remove yeah. That's hard to I don't know who would actually go for it. Though there's some that are saying they would. Not I don't know if there's enough. Yeah. And how many house members did you have that uh voted to not certify like 126? A lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh so there's quite a bit of the house yeah. but I think Bernie Sanders said, you know, like why impeach well because you have to save you know in a good large way that it's not okay to do what you've done yeah there is reason to like to set up a precedent Mm -hmm. right that's 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 definitely a thing that i think uh, a lot of precedents were broken in the last four years and whether you think that's good or bad that needs to be addressed like right now um that some of these precedents if we hold them dear to keeping democracy together perhaps need to be more than just uh you know recommendations Yeah, I would I would rather see more action taken before Trump leaves office just because after he leaves office, you know, I hate to see that precedent set where you start going after presidents, ex-presidents, because that just isn't done. Because if you really think about it, probably every president in modern history has done something illegal of some nature. Right. You just, like, most of them are doing it for, like, national security reasons, and it's all hush-hush, clandestine kind of stuff, like, you know, Obama doing like drone bombings and stuff that's right um so i mean it it would be good to see something happen Mm. in terms of punishment for you know a lot of the things but specifically january 6th and the events thereof him and rudy giuliani um it's hard to say that they didn't contribute to it or even instigate it um the bar th- there is very high for, you know, proof of instigation or what have you. But what did Rudy say about combat, combat vote um, by combat or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that doesn't help. Um, and then Trump telling them to go to the Capitol, walk on down there, that doesn't help. In the tone in, in which he said it, I mean, you can watch the speech for yourself, make your own conclusions, but it's... Uh, I think you're going to have to have the smoking gun for any sort of conviction like that, and you'll never... That white tent video adds to the vibe. I don't know if that proves much, that white tent video. You see that? 
I'm not aware. Eric Trump um, videoing in a white tent oh, outside. Yeah, he, was, he was dancing around or something. Yeah, they had music playing and watching the events on TVs, on monitors. Yeah. Um, and you saw Ivanka and Donald and Mark Meadows uh, all there looking gleeful. Uh, so that, I don't know if how that would play into it either. Because that video, while it is uh, doesn't speak well, mm-hmm. it's not really proof of, of much other than they showed very little compassion. But there's also the uh, theories that maybe Trump was blocking the initial calling of the National Guard to come in and, and uh, fix mm-hmm. things. And why were there so little police? Right, that's the thing that needs to be looked into. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the biggest thing that I don't like is is kind of the uh, the what's the word you're looking for? Well, the basically the diminishing of the 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 sanctity of the the capital. I mean, this right. is a, this is like all these buildings are the center of you know American prestige and power, and you know a you know ragtag team of just you know rioters broke in right <laughs> it, it didn't take them that long to do it i mean yeah they had their mindset on doing it and they did it really easily with uh very little resistance if if any from the get-go mm-hmm. uh once they got into the thing they met were met with obvious resistance but uh a lot of questions surrounding all of it um and i don't have any of the answers i won't even pretend to well, other unless you're asking about uh, where you can find After Hours Radio, which is on like Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, Alexa, TuneIn, uh, Apple Music, anywhere you find a quality podcast, you can find this one for what reasons we don't know, but you can find us there hanging out with the good people. Two um, out of five. What's this? Two out of five on that segue. Two out of well. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I thought it was pretty good. I have that answer. It's an answer that I have. I Good can enough. tell you. Also, DirtyChairRadio.com, live until 11 every Sunday night. This is State of Dystopia of Men and Wolves.
Chicago party. Broadcasting live in downtown Rice Lake, Wisconsin. You're logged on and listening to After Hours Radio. Music, 100% original After Hours Radio. Your Sunday nights just got better. Broadcasting live in downtown Rice Lake, Wisconsin. You're logged on and listening to After Hours Radio.
Chicago party. Broadcasting live in downtown Rice Lake, Wisconsin. You're logged on and listening to After Hours Radio. Dirty Chai Radio, name's Ryan Quinn. Uh, that was Seth Gamble, dusting off all these memories, recorded at the Silver Dollar Saloon in uh, downtown Rice Lake. Um, I forget what year that was, but uh, it happened, and I was there for it. Here in the Dirty Chai Radio studio with me is Carl Cooley, and we've got Stephanie Guerra with us as well. And it, it's, been a, it's been a hoot. We've got uh, some music coming up for you. I'm going to break down some uh, upcoming interviews that I'm excited uh, excited to share with you. Um, all of that before we get to 10 o'clock this evening. But first, Carl, um, have you ever seen Wallace and Gromit? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, Stephanie, you haven't? You're no, shaking your head not. no? I have not. You've not seen Wallace and Gromit. Well, basically, <laughs> it was... Uh, um, Claymation. Yeah, it was a claymation uh, TV show for for children, but uh, it, it was pretty wholesome. Anybody could really take some pleasure in Wallace and Gromit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and <laughs> it was a uh, kind of it was pretty popular. They they made a movie of it too. Yeah. Um, everybody I know seems to love Wallace and Gromit. At least those that know it. Did you love it, love it, Carl? Yeah, I think I I think I saw the movie. I'm pretty sure. And Did you ever see the TV show of it? I don't think so. I just I don't even know what channel that would have been on growing up. I don't know either. I feel like I saw it on um, like VHS back in the day, like yeah. at daycare or something. It was shared um, with me, uh, but I, I got to see it, and I always really enjoyed it. And I, I don't think I saw the movie. So you and I are kind of opposite in that. <laughs> Um, it is with a lot of things, I think. Um, but there's a, a TV show in the same style as Wallace and Gromit in that it's Claymation Children's Show. But this one is about a man with a very long magic penis over which he has no control and gets him into all kinds of wacky situations. And this airs on basically Denmark's PBS for children. You know what? I never signed away my life rights. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. <What? laughs> Wait, so it's just like a, a silly penis? Like out of control silly penis? I don't Yeah. And I, I saw one quote from it, and maybe I misread what I was reading, but it, it explained one of the, the lessons that uh, this Danish man with the very long magic penis discovers is that it's best to keep it covered. Some yeah, woman tells him ju- that. Yeah, so he, after that point, he keeps it covered. And they're trying to say that this is like a, a wholesome uh, show for, for, for children. Yeah, so it sounds like he can move it around. Yeah, and do things with it. It's fully animated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just kind of lifting things and doing all sorts of like weird... Like getting him into trouble with his penises getting him into trouble? Sounds yeah, like kind of like in, in the vein of Amelia... Amelia Bedelia? Yeah, in oh that boy. she's always learning a lesson uh, in it. But this man needs to learn a lesson about keeping his penis under control. So... I mean, we're talking like unbelievably animated long like uh three times the size of his body like oh. it, it's yeah i feel like you could get into so much trouble with a penis that long right right it, it, it could get everywhere but is this is it, would you let your children watch it stephanie it's very whimsical <laughs> i would watch it it's very well you I, you might watch it but uh, would you sounds like something i would have to it. watch it first to decide if the children could watch it um, but the the idea of a very long magical penis doesn't doesn't immediately make you stop and say, you know what? Maybe not for kids. I don't know. Maybe they can teach a lesson somehow. They... Everyone has body parts, man. <laughs> I, I suppose that's Everyone true. Everyone has things they can't control. I don't know. Do they have like a recommended age? Um, like toddlers. What? Like toddlers would not th- three to five that. years old. That just is just gets a little bit weird for me. Right, it, it's it's a little weird for me. I mean, I would say maybe let's go a little bit older, but that still just doesn't seem to then help that's even me weirder justify it. Yeah, that, that seems a little weirder if you, you go know, older. And like, I just don't see anywhere in the like children age spectrum where this is is acceptable. I don't know that it's appropriate. Like, I, I like you. I might watch it. I might I might think it's kind of funny, but uh, for for children, I don't know. I could see this on the cartoon channel. You know, cartoon. Cartoon Network's Adult Swim, you know, after 10 o'clock or whatever. But You're Right, right. Something like that or some weird thing on YouTube for adults to laugh at. 
so I was reading about it, and I kind of get the sense that, you know, their justification is a little bit of, like, you're kind of hinting at stuff, like, body positivity, like, everyone is a little bit different, and, you know, they have to overcome, you know, some things about them, or, you know, some things are great, and some things are bad, but, you know, you're all just, we're all human with body parts. So yep. they're, they're trying to present a wholesome message in a not very... Not not a not a style that I'm typically Why used to. Why did they make so, it like his nose, like Pinocchio style? Yeah, right, right. That's a that's a thing or too. Ears just go Dumble ears. Yeah, right. But they they went for a very long magical penis. Uh, I, and I, some say it's just very very magical, uh, long, very Danish. Toe, Others say it's probably not the great. But the people that think that it's very just it's just very Danish uh, tend to think that it's completely harmless. Do you think are Danish that, people thinking so differently somehow? About uh, apparently, that's what uh, that's what what they're claiming. Although there's quite a few people that, in Denmark that uh, are, aren't very pleased about it, which is why we're talking about it here in America. Like it caused an uproar there. This is where I have trouble with it a little bit too. Is like, do you think it's excusing, um, you know, like men's behavior? Oh, it's just because they have a dick and they can't control themselves you know is that kind of excusing that really yeah yeah some right that's that's kind of possible behavior just because that's kind of where my mind kind of went to first like this is i don't know if the message is gonna get across it that i don't know should have been the nose should have been the nose yeah or abnormally long fingers you know what they probably should have made it something about bowling that's just what they told me what yeah, exactly. You can find the show live until 11 every Sunday night on DirtyChaiRadio.com. If you're listening live, don't forget to check out the podcast. That's, uh, it can be found at DirtyChaiRadio.com, among other places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. We do videos sometimes on YouTube. You can find us there. Facebook, you can find us with uh, the blue and red logo that uh, if you're watching YouTube, you'll see in the bottom right-hand corner. And, of course, uh, if you can find us on Spot. Did I mention Spotify, Carl? Should I mention Spotify again? Yeah, why not? You should. You can find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Deezer. Cordell loves listening to the show on Deezer. Uh, yeah, he, he he makes a big deal about it every I've never time. Heard of Deezer? Well, maybe you need to I check it out. I think he just likes to say it. That could be too. Just another castle to ruin. This is Pastis.
Taste out of Sucker Creek since 2011. After Hours Radio, alternatively entertaining.
After Hours Radio on Dirty Chai Radio. Name's Ryan Quinn. With me in the Dirty Chai studios is Carl Cooley. We also have Stephanie Guerra. Good evening and uh, welcome both of you. I guess uh, welcome back, both of you. I didn't uh, go anywhere. I did for a little bit. but Obviously. Hey. <laughs> um Carl, yeah. I, I get lost in your implications sometimes. <laughs> but I, what I wanted to talk about was the, the fact that um, we've talked to some really cool people as of late, and we're about to talk to some more really cool people, and a few of them have, have me really excited. We're working on solidifying a date with Cudlino. We know that one's happening. He's a he's a rapper from the Eau Claire area. Um That'll be happening here in the next few weeks. And uh, we just confirmed a conversation with Nikki Pepper uh, coming up here in the next few weeks, too. And, Carl, you remember Nikki, right? Vaguely. I'm going to have to apologize. Of She performed at uh, Badger Brew quite a bit back in the day um, and has done other various um, kind of uh, festivals and things in, in our area. And along Badger with Brew that, was a little before my time. I suppose. Before I came back here. Um, so. I thought maybe she played at uh, Sundown at the Shell, but apparently I'm wrong. Not yet. Not yet. Well, she'd make a good candidate for Sundown at the Shell. Yeah. Um, got a real nice kind of bluesy uh, voice to her, um, folks, folk singer. Uh, really enjoy listening to her. And we're going to have her on the show uh, in a little bit. And speaking of... Um, People that have been on After Hours Radio or Dirty Chai previously um, got word tonight that uh, DirtyChaiRadio.com is picking up Ola's Cool Kitchen Thursdays. So hey. that's, uh, that's going to be a fun show to, to listen to. Uh, Ola was with us on um, Error FM way back in the day during the Badger Brew days. So things all kind of tie together. So she'll be uh, on DirtyChaiRadio.com within the next week, I believe. Uh, you'll start seeing uh, things from Ola at DirtyChaiRadio.com. Speaking of DirtyChaiRadio.com, you can find this show there. There's a plug for you. But uh, before we jump back into music, Carl, have you been listening to more music this last year? Just sure. If, if you think about it, uh, maybe. Or maybe yeah. have you not noticed? I haven't really noticed. Probably about the same, really. Uh, how about you, Stephanie? Well, I live with you, so there's always music playing constantly all the time. That's true. That's the thing that I and do. And before, I never listened to music ever. It had been a bit of adjustment, I suppose. Noise, yes. Well, I can handle it. I have children, <laughs> of course. Um, but apparently, at least uh, looking at UK, at uh, the United Kingdom, in the pandemic, music is booming. Between uh, music bought and streamed, it's 8.2% more than in uh, or higher than in 2020 in 2020 than in 2019 hmm. so uh people are listening to more music during the pandemic and that's certainly true for me but like stephanie said i've always got music going uh like 24 hours a day really uh, various genres and different things and i don't know I, I did that before the pandemic that's a carryover um do you listen to music in the background of things carl if i think of it most of the time i don't uh, actually now that I've I, I picked up a gaming computer and so I've been playing more like PC games and so I'll throw music while I'm doing that so I don't rage quit as much. Put on some nice smooth jazz. I love jazz music. <laughs> I, Keep you, my mood a little bit more stable. 
Do you use Spotify? Did you get your top five in Spotify? I did not look at it. You um, didn't look at it, you party pooper. I, I kind of I knew what was gonna pop up for my top five because it's like there's just always this one playlist I always go to, and it was just like that's just gonna be all those songs, and I don't really know what these songs are, and it really doesn't mean anything to me. It's just what this playlist that I found that I like. So fair enough. You know, mine. I, I was interested about mine because my listening habits kind of changed in the last few years, mm-hmm. um, and I'll put jazz on in the background for endless hours. Um, a couple like you, I got a, a playlist or two that I like to stick to. So I was curious to see which ones that uh, that I considered my favorite out of those. And then I knew who the other ones were going to be. Sure. So that wasn't too much of a surprise. But apparently Miles Davis gets a lot of play in the house. I didn't expect the Miles to be quite as high. Taxi Driver soundtrack also was pretty high. You ever <laughs> listen to that one? No. But, you uh, should. You should. It's dark and eerie and a little mysterious, and sometimes you get uh, Robert De Niro saying things. You talking to me? Right. That's that's in there, I think. Um, <laughs> you talking to me? Yeah. It, it, it's, a, it's a good vibe. It's a vibe. I like listening to it. I might listen to it tonight after the show. I would say it's weird, like, being our age and growing up with Robert De Niro, kind of like this old, little bit chonky guy. Meet the Fockers. Yeah. And then you go see him in this movie, and he's like this scrawny little like twig, right? With a, with a mohawk, with a mohawk, and he's like, "What?" Yeah. yeah, but he played the role real well. Yeah, he did. But it, it's, it's kind of bizarre going through history in reverse, like right? No joke. I felt the it felt the exact same way. Um, our our uh, friend of the show, Bobby, uh, let me borrow the Taxi Driver movie. I noticed that it's on um, Netflix, so I, it uh, yeah, I might watch it again pretty quick. I've never seen it. Well, now we gotta. It's one of those classics. It is. It is. Just like Casablanca, <laughs> but in a different category of movie. Still a classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just saying. We got more great music for you in the long burning 10 o'clock hour. Stick around on DirtyChaiRadio.com. If you're listening to the podcast, thank you. Try DirtyChaiRadio.com. If you're listening live, try the podcast. Anywhere for you find quality podcasts. Just a dawn away.
Live in downtown Rice Lake, Wisconsin. You're logged on and listening to After Hours Radio. I've been down on my luck out here lately. 